But yeah, let's talk about the fucking emotional labor. <laughs> let's talk about... Yay, physical labor. Ugh, man. This... This was an interesting experience. So, welcome, vaginers. Welcome to our discussion about the Fair Play deck. So, we all wanted to give it a try. It was Julie's idea. Taylor bankrolled it. Got it for all of us. <laughs> and we are going to unabashedly share with you our experiences with the Fair Play deck. And you'll find out quickly that we were not sponsored by the Fair Play deck. (laughs) (laughs) And no forthcoming sponsorship. Probably aren't going to sponsor us in the future. (laughs) I'm Jules. And I'm Becca. I'm Taylor. And I'm Maggie. Thanks for joining us. At Vaginams. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone want to explain what the Fair Play deck yeah. is? I feel like someone should. Not me. <laughs> we look at Julie. <laughs> I, I explained it on the last episode. Maybe someone else's take would be good. Oh, we're looking at me now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can do it if you don't want to. Um, you need to pull your weight back. <laughs> Just trying to like not make eye contact. Right here. You failed. You failed. Um, I'll try. I'm not sure it'll be. <laughs> You're just gonna read the back. I'm just gonna read. Rebalance your household. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So it's a deck of cards that has common tasks that one would do in a relationship. Some Most are like labor tasks, like uh, getting the groceries, doing the dishes. But some are not just labor tasks, like um, planning social events or what's another example of one that wasn't a labor? Getting gifts. Getting gifts. Money managing. Money managing. Yeah. And there's also like self-care and other things like that. So all sorts of different things related to things you might do on a daily basis in this deck. And then the purpose of it is to go through it with your partner and to sort of get a visualization of like who's holding what and um, what that looks like in your relationship. And then seeing if perhaps rebalancing is worthwhile and how that might look. And then coming together and talking about how things are working, seeing if one person's putting in a lot more physical, emotional mental labor than someone else and just having discussions. I think it's more of like a point for discussion and supposed to be healthy and helpful, which who knows uh, if how'd it, it go? Who knows if it really was or not? <laughs> yeah. Maggie and Phil did it first. Y'all, y'all yeah, started we, this like four weeks ago. I'm not going to speak for Phil. I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought I would, but it wasn't my favorite. I will say that there were some good things that came out of it, but overall I just felt like it wasn't for us. What about it made it made it feel not for you? So there are like a ton of cards related to children, which obviously if you don't have children, you just take those cards out. And then there are a bunch of other cards. Some of them felt kind of ambiguous to us. So you can go on the website and like look up examples of what that card's supposed to mean. And literally every example that we looked up that for the non-kid cards still reference children Mm. and so we're like how do we know like is this is just for people with fucking kids and then we're like cool let's do it anyway and we when we did it the thing is is that phil and i kind of have like a good system going already and this kind of threw a wrench in that system that we already had we're like let's disrupt something that's already working (laughs) and then merry christmas i just felt very frustrated by that i was like we already had it was already fine like maybe not perfect 
but it was okay, like what we were doing, like we had it working. And then it's like, let's just switch it all up. And I was like, oh my God, my brain is not happy about this at all. So we did it for, I think, two weeks. And then we did it for a week and a half and like rediscussed. And then we did it for another couple of days. And then I was like, can we just stop doing this? Phil was like, yeah, I would love to stop doing this. So we might just stop doing it. But there were some like good things that came out of it. One of them was finding, making sure that we each take time um, to ourselves without the other person. Mm. So that's something that we're carrying over, even though we're not doing the deck anymore, which is one night a week, like Phil takes care of Drax, takes care of whatever's going on in the house, or usually it's not much for us, but, and the other person just has like a weight lifted off their shoulders of go out, do whatever you want without me, like, please, without me, go do something else, get out of the house hmm. kind of thing. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really hot. cool. So like I've been doing like Tuesdays. I went and saw. I took myself to go see the new Magic Mike movie. It was amazing. Was it good? Uh, oh my god! <laughs> we have to go. We have to go. <laughs> was it the rowdy showing? Yeah, it was the rowdy showing. <laughs> They're not doing them anymore. Are they? Are I they? looked into it. There's no more rowdies. No, it's just like opening weekend or something. Yeah. Was um, it rowdy though at the screening? It was very rowdy. <gasps> oh man! <laughs> yeah, there was. So they gave jealous. you dollar bills or like paper dollar bills to throw out, and there was like. Hordes of women just yelling the whole time. Oh my god! Someone literally every time Channing Tatum took off a shirt, just went, "Let's go!" <laughs> <laughs> and it was I so was so funny. badly to be there. Oh, I was like cry laughing. It was so funny. <laughs> Maybe we can just make the showing we go to a rowdy screening. We'll just can ask we? for right. consent at the beginning. Are we all okay? <laughs> yeah. We- hey y'all, <laughs> shit's going down. <laughs> It was hilarious. That's amazing. I love um, that as a result of this. Yeah, yeah that and is really awesome. Phil like went out and had drinks and dinner with a friend who she like hasn't talked to in a while. Or they talk, but like they haven't met up in a while. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, like we're encouraging each other to like spread our wings a little bit. And that was something that um we started doing because of the deck, and I think we'll keep doing cool. because we like it. Otherwise, as far as ch- splitting up chores. Total bust. We were fine. <laughs> we didn't need the deck for that. But yeah. I could see how it would benefit other people that mm-hmm. aren't as psychotic as me. Mm-hmm. So, oh, sorry. Well, okay. I wonder if we're going to ask the exact same question. <laughs> okay, the same time. <laughs> yeah. One, Do two, you, three. So when you say as psychotic as you, does that mean that you find yourself in the management position more often where you're like, hey, can you please do this? Yeah, well, sort of. It's like, Maybe that at the beginning, but it's like, hey, I'm going to be in charge of these things. You be in charge of these things. And that was established a while ago and just works for us Got it. kind of thing. Um, so like, one, for example, we each do our own laundry, but I'll do, I'll like wash the household stuff, like the sheets and the towels and stuff like that. And then um, Phil does her own laundry. And I'm not a big fan of laundry, but when we did the cards, it was like, I took the laundry card. So now I become responsible for the whole entirety of the laundry. Mm -hmm. And then I found myself prioritizing doing Phil's laundry over my laundry because I felt like it was my duty and I would look bad if I didn't get her laundry done. Mm -hmm. So then my laundry didn't get done. I didn't have clean clothes for like three days. And I was like (laughs) fucking mad about it. (laughs) And then um, like the dishes, I took the dishes card because during the week, normally I always do the dishes because Phil always makes dinner. But on the weekend, she usually helps with dishes because we have more people over. It gets a little crazier. We're having more shit going on. And then when I took the entirety of the dishes card, it was like 
now I don't get any help on the weekend either. Mm-hmm. And that upset me. And so it just didn't feel good for me. Yes. The entirety of mm-hmm. a task thing was a big failing for Zach and I as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Because I I understand that like if you have kids, you may need the mental space of completely handing off an entire task. Mm-hmm. Because Based on the number of cards we had to take out for kids, like there's just too much fucking shit on everyone's plates. Mm -hmm. And so someone might have to take an entire task. But for us, it was like, and I know, Becca, I think we talked about this as well. We don't have kids, but we do have dogs. And our dogs are pretty old and high needs dogs. And so Mm -hmm. I usually take the morning with the dogs feeding insulin shots whatever and then zach does the evening and zach does the vet appointments and all of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and like because my dog has to be fed as a, at a specific time because of her medication my husband is still like at the gym working out because that's when his workout class is so it's like literally not even possible for him to take it on mm-hmm. in its entirety yeah and it wasn't just the pet one but it's also like the dishes or like the difference between meals different days of the week or whatever right yeah well in for context there's so much context to this if y'all didn't do it listeners vaginers but for context (laughs) there's like seven thousand daily tasks other things and then so many children's tasks and then there's one card that says pets which is like (laughs) only laughable from a child-centric point of view could you put pets on one card which is fine because i think this is really 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 helpful for people with children we actually talked about trying it by changing all the kids we did that's what we did all right yeah i'm curious to hear that went we (laughs) kept the children's cards and that were relevant to churro Um, (laughs) well it's like morning routine manners training and stuff like that it's like super you know relevant if you have nothing else in your life so we we kept a lot of the children's cards and split it up but even that yeah how how can you say you're even with children how do you say you're in charge of manners that's a big fucking job to put on somebody like you're in charge of training the dog how can you one person take on training a dog or a child well (laughs) yeah i completely agree and i think you kind of just have to like take it and adjust it to work for you mm-hmm. instead of being like, yes, we have to follow it exactly to the T of like what they specify. Like me and Joey kind of just modified it to like work mm-hmm. with us. Cause like Joey do- has a weird schedule. Like he doesn't have a nine to five and this deck is very much geared towards like a household that has, you know, two parents and a nine to five, both nine to five jobs and like very, traditional typical kind of life suburban picturesque family yeah so you have to like yeah at least what we did is we just modified it to work for us and like yes certain tasks are just not practical for one person to take on completely but what we kept going back to because we kept saying like okay well this we just always do together but I was like no but the point of the exercise is to really think about who is really taking on the majority of this task right it's like how we've always done things, which I wasn't okay with. Like, it seems like, you know, Maggie's situation, y'all were good with like how it was split up. How it traditionally went in our household was that I managed everything and then Joey did everything. Not everything, but a lot of the like manual labor. So I'd be like, hey, this needs to like get done. We need to do this. We need to do this. And then he would like help me do it. And I was getting really frustrated, feeling overwhelmed that I was like tracking and managing everything. 
And that I like really hated because I was like, I want someone to also take on the responsibility of remembering to do it. Like I can't, I can't always remind you because if we keep taking these cards and saying, oh, we're going to split this up and just say like, this doesn't count because we both do it. I don't want to get in a situation where I'm the one reminding us to do it. So how we did it was like, okay, you take this card with the understanding that like you are responsible for remembering to do this. And then if you need my help with it, then I can help you and vice versa. So that's kind of how we thought about it to not like pigeonhole someone into doing everything on that card. It was like, you think you're responsible for managing it overall, remembering to do it, scheduling time for us to sit down and do it. And then I can help execute if needed. Because we just naturally execute a lot of things together. I really love... Because me and Taylor talked about this earlier, but I feel like the way you're wording it now is amazing. Because I love the idea of you having a card. And it just means you're the manager. It doesn't mean you have to fold all of the laundry. It means Mm -hmm. that you're the one who's like, all right, babe, we got to fold the fucking laundry. You know, I love that. That would be so helpful for us. And that's how we've been doing it. Because he Mm -hmm. took the laundry card with the understanding that I will fold my own laundry and he folds his own laundry. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's responsible for doing the laundry when it gets full. And then we both fold our own clothes. And that just works better for us. I really like that structure. Yeah. So you just throw your all your clothes in the washing machine collectively together. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Wow. You don't? You That's don't? That's not how our house operates. How? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> we have laundry hampers and they are separate. Why? Why? So that I can do my laundry and she can do her laundry. <laughs> That's funny. All right. <laughs> it never even crossed my mind to combine our laundry. I mean, well, I mean, I know what my clothes look like. <laughs> are Are you also like separating out colors and whites? Like, join us in this new era. <laughs> oh, no, you don't I have don't to do that, that anymore. No, everything so, goes in. Make it cold. Yeah, make it yeah, cold, I or I, I put it on like. Yeah, I do. Slightly that. warm because I use natural soap that has to dissolve, but nothing happens. It's fine. I don't. I don't separate the colors and the whites, but I do separate the fills and the maggies. <laughs> cool. That's so funny. I guess maybe I need to rethink my laundry life. <laughs> it would just I mean, if it works for things. you, you know. But maybe it wouldn't streamline. Yeah, maybe y'all have your own situation. Maybe maybe what wouldn't work for you is that you wouldn't be able to have the pacing that would feel right to you, like. For us, we just do laundry when the hamper's full. But maybe for you, like if you have particular things you need washed at a certain time, it makes sense to keep it separate so you know exactly where you are at with your clothes. I don't know. I'll think about it. Give it a try. Report back. You're going to come back and be like, then I had to sort our fucking clothes after it came out. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, We'll see. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) They're just going to get in a massive fight tonight. It's all our fault. Um, one, another thing that we did that I, I really liked is that we tried to play to our strengths and like what we do naturally already. So like cards that felt like they naturally kind of made more sense for me, um, I would take and things that naturally made more sense for Joey, he would take like he already does a lot like he already does a lot of the trash stuff. Like he takes out the trash every time it's full way more than I do because I hate doing it. So I was like, you get the garbage card then. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I am around more during the day and I I make the majority of the dishes. So I will take the dishes card with the understanding that if we have friends over on the weekends and there's like a ton of dishes, then we both pitch in and help out. 
So it's like, it's not that I always have to do the dishes. It's that I will be responsible for doing the, like the majority of dishes during the week, whenever we have a bunch of friends and it's just like out of control, obviously he'll step in and help out. So that's just kind of like adjusting it to be realistic to our expectations and like how we actually live our lives. I like that. So you sort of took on the responsibility for that daily grind and Mm -hmm. keeping it under control. Mm -hmm. And then if an event happens and like all bets are off, this is a team project. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I feel like Taylor did it better than me. I think <laughs> Taylor crushed us. No, I was like, I was out on a mission though. You don't understand. Like, I was like, something needs to come from this because I, like, I kind of dreaded starting it because I knew I, I didn't want to get in a in a spot where we were just say where it was like me just complaining about how I do everything, you know, which is also like not true because from his perspective, he does a lot of like the execution of stuff, which I totally get. But I kept going back to like, but remembering to do everything is incredibly stressful and like makes me feel like I am managing you and I don't want to do that. I want it to be a partnership where we have like equality and we both have responsibility. So like we just kept it was really good to have that conversation and like every card like it took us like over two hours to get through because every single card we talked about and like who normally does it and like what that looks like and what that means to us, like especially with the ambiguity cards, Mm -hmm. like we were like, well, let's define what we think it means and like determine what it means in our lives and then figuring out like who naturally you know, it should fall to. So it was really a huge mental lift off of me. What's the way to already say that? It was a huge like load off of my back to have him take responsibility for things like home maintenance, like things that he would naturally like kind of do, like the, the things that I would ask him to do anyways that I would normally manage. Like, hey, the fences like needs to be repaired. Can you do that? Hey, like the HVAC needs to get tuned up. Can you do that? Like it's always me like being like, hey, can you remember to do this? But now it's like his responsibility to remember to do it. So, okay. So how in practice, exa- that is exactly my question. So my failing mm-hmm. in yes. this game, and we kind of talked about this earlier, is that we separated tasks and I was like, oh my God, this is such good conversation. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then like, um, if like, for instance, Andy had the dishes task, which he's like always does the dishes. He's cleaner than I am. Um, but like, we also have a roommate and for, I'm like hyper aware of that, of like, well, we can't leave our dishes out because if she wants to use the fucking kitchen, we can't like, there's not a lot of lag time that would in my mind is considerate. Um, so like the dishes would be out a whopping 10 minutes after we ate. <laughs> um, and so I would just go in and clean them because I was like, it's unreal. It's unreasonable of me to tell Andy to do this because this is like my, like this is my neuroses. Um, but we also didn't do the minimum standard of care thing that you're supposed to do with this game. But anyways, all that to say is I found myself managing his things um, because he wasn't doing it in the way that I, I wanted it to be done in that mm-hmm. moment. So it would like totally negated the purpose mm-hmm. of everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> and like some things were really great, but some things like just the way our household runs, it was really hard to like relinquish control. Um, and that was obviously like a myth. Anyways, so how do you handle a situation when, okay, he's in charge of cars and your inspection is up? And you haven't heard anything about someone taking care of that. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do? 
Yeah, so love that we are. This is coming up. We've <laughs> already have an encounter this week where this <laughs> very thing happened. So I was also, like you, very worried that we would fall into that yeah. where he hasn't like done it yet. And I'm like, well, he hasn't said anything. Like I want it to make sure it gets done. And then I'm managing his tasks mm-hmm. again. So uh, a couple days ago, um, he might get mad that I'm telling this story. A couple days ago, uh, he was at work and um, I was like, in the morning, I was like, hey, what, you get off work at eight, right? And he was like, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. I'll make dinner for us then. And so, and then we like talked about what we were going to eat. And I was like, oh, I can make like, I might like make tofu, like tacos or um, like whatever, whatever we had in the fridge. And, um, and so like around like seven, I started cooking, I made all this food and then I sat down and I was kind of like on my iPad, like looking at like Galapagos photos and stuff. And then it was like 845 and he hadn't come home yet. And so I texted him, I was like, Hey, are you still like at work? Like what's going on? Like you, I thought you got off at eight and he was like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm on my way. Um, I'll come home soon. And I was like, okay, well, and I just like immediately got really mad, like irrationally mad because I was just like, well, you clearly stayed after work to have a beer and you didn't think about the fact that like I had like cooked dinner for us and you're being really inconsiderate and you're slacking on your duties and it just like spiraled, you know, into this like, (laughs) you're not holding up, you're into the bargain. And like he came home and obviously I was like really irrationally like upset about it. And I to me, if I say, hey, what time do you get off work? Oh, you get off at eight. Cool. I'll make us dinner. That implies to me that you're going to be home for dinner around like shortly after eight. But in his mind, he was like, oh, I just thought you were just you always ask me what time I get off. I just thought you were asking me what time I get off work. I, I assumed you would eat by then. And I even thought, like, if I had said that to Becca, she would have known exactly what I meant. Well, Be- <laughs> Becca, Becca just admitted to no having Becca. consideration neuroses. So yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and that's what I want in a man. Dreamboat. Yes. Anyway, so- but uh, I'm gonna try to pick up where I love it. So we had this. Yeah, I got irrationally upset. And then the following day, he's supposed to be the money manager, mm-hmm. right? So he made an appointment with Schwab so that we go and get a joint checking account. And because we just realized we have all these like bills that we pay together and it'd just be easier to like have a joint checking account. So to his credit, he made the appointment. He made sure I knew about it. I put it on the calendar because I'm in charge of the calendar. And he reminded me the day before. He told me what we needed. Everything. It was great. Mm-hmm. The morning of the appointment, um, I have meetings until 1015. The appointment's at 1030. I walk in at 1015 into the bedroom and he's still asleep. And I like, this was after I was already upset about the night before. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, get up. And I was like so mad. So like, you're supposed to be the money manager. You slept in. You missed your fucking, like you're, you would have missed the appointment if it wasn't for me. I'm sitting here managing this shit again and I'm fucking pissed. So like we had the appointment and then like the whole time I was like fucking annoyed about it. (laughs) And then like towards the end of the day, I finally just like, just like, just immediately started crying. I was like, I'm upset. Like, I need to talk about this. Cause like, I hate, like, he just like wasn't, like, it was clear, like, I was really annoyed and upset. And I was like, I'm just really annoyed because, like, we just did all this task stuff. And now I feel like you're like not taking it seriously. And when I started continuing to talk about it, sorry, it's becoming a really long conversation or a story that I'm telling. But when I started talking to him about it and like, I was like, why am I so upset about this? Like, why am I so irrationally upset about this? And I was like, oh, 
it's because I have fucking daddy issues. <laughs> and it's like, it always goes back to your childhood. And it fucking does. Like, I remember specifically the feeling of like, my dad doing this shit where he would like stay out at the bar too late he, and like disappoint my mom because he like wouldn't come home or he'd like do some bullshit and like sleep in and miss some appointment. Like that's the shit that he used to do. And like she had to manage him and be like, hey, get the fuck up. Like it's time to get up for your appointment or like, hey, you like told me you're going to be home and you're not like shit like that is so triggering to me because it just reminds me of that. And it's like makes me like viscerally angry, you know, and to and, and from his perspective, totally understandably, it's like not that big of a deal, you know, because he's like, I didn't get drunk at the bar. I had one beer. I hung out for a minute and talked to some friends and then like came home and relaxed a bit, watched some TV, went to bed and I forgot to set my alarm. And that is totally understandable from but from my perspective, it's like you're being irresponsible. You're not taking this seriously and you're just fucking expecting me to do everything for you. And so which is not true, but like because of like my past, I like make it into that. Right. Well, so this Julie and I have talked about this because uh, I think both of us suffer from having a very high bar of like standard mm-hmm. that is very difficult to yeah. reach. And I feel like that kind of plays into this a little bit where it's just like your bar is just higher than Joey's. Mm-hmm. And how do yeah. you reconcile that? Right. Yeah. But like, how do you reconcile that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I have not figured it out yet. And we- I just do everything that is important to me because <laughs> then it, it gets done the way I want it to get done. Yeah. And well, and we that and it wrapped in the whole like me crying and talking about my daddy issues. Being like, <laughs> there's a whole circle. There's full circle. It comes full circle. The end of that conversation was basically talking about the fair play deck and being like, I just want to make sure that you're actually taking this seriously and like. I don't want to get in the spot where I'm just reminding you to do things. And he's just like, I'm dealing with a lot right now. I'm like, I, this is my every, like every day I am thinking about these things. Like how you feel right now about feeling overwhelmed about all these new responsibilities you have is how I feel all the time, every day. And he was like, how do you live like that? And I was like, I fucking don't. Well, I don't sleep. <laughs> I don't sleep. I don't sleep well. And I fucking self-medicate. So and I get irrationally angry at unexpected times. And now you know why. And I cry. <laughs> yeah. I burst into tears. I get irrationally upset. I'm on a lot of medication sometimes. Not a lot. Sometimes. Um. It's hard. <laughs> when we were going through the cards, even though we had taken out like two thirds of the deck for kid stuff, which I think we should have pulled back in for pet stuff. But um, just looking at the cards that were left, I was like, this is too much. Yeah. This is too I much for too. two I was people. Like, we're just <laughs> not going to do these things this week. Yeah. Yeah. In our first split before we read the rules, um, Zach took my self-care and grooming into his pile. <laughs> and then it was like, there are certain cards each player must hold their own. <laughs> Zach, Zach's like plucking your eyebrows for you. <laughs> I mean, not no. He, he cuts my hair. He, you know, I schedules don't know. your massages. He schedules my massages. That's, nice. That's funny. <laughs> On the point of different standards, though, I think... This is a really tough one, but I like that they have like the minimum standard of care conversation built in. So as you're looking at a card, you guys have to come to an agreement of what that minimum standard of care is. So if it's like, oh, when the trash in the kitchen gets full, it gets taken outside within one day and then the trash must get put on the curb on trash day or like whatever. Trash is an easy one, I think, but I'm sure it doesn't always happen, right? Mm -hmm. But laundry would be like a good one to negotiate on. Because people might be like, I'm a once every two weeks laundry person. And other people are like, I wear the same thing 
twice a week. So I have to do laundry twice a week. Um, and that might differ in a relationship. But for Zach and I, I think the biggest thing, like we've obviously cohabitated for an ungodly amount of time. And so we we are well aware of like my neuroses in the house. Um, but there are also weeks where his schedule's crazy, my schedule's crazy, everything goes to fucking hell. And we've just reached a point in our relationship where it's like, it's fine. The house can go to hell. We'll fix it up this weekend. And and I just let it go, which has taken me I I still a work in progress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I have reached a point where it's like, I have let now dishes sit all over the kitchen like disaster zone for three whole days without losing my shit, which is a big growth moment. That's and then a big growth moment. Yeah. And then it and then we fix it all when when we both have time because our work schedules are just so variable that like sometimes very rarely are we both in like a quiet season, but usually like one of us is really crazy or both of us is really crazy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we just can't keep up. There's too much fucking shit to take care of. Yeah. There's so much shit to See, take care like, of. like, yeah. Here's something that today kind of, you're making me feel, making me feel some feels about it. So today I do the dishes every day. Um, it's part of my daily routine of cleaning the house. And today I was like, I slept in because I had a weird dream that made me think my alarm clock wasn't real. And then <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. And then like was trying to catch up for the whole rest of the day on stuff. And then I was like, I'm just not going to do the dishes today. And then I was like working and I was like, I need to apologize to Phil. And so I sent her a message. And I was like, I'm really sorry. I'm not going to do the dishes today. I know I always do the dishes. I don't want you to think that I'm neglecting our household, but I'm not doing the dishes today. And she was like, I don't think that. i was like like, okay cool that's so sweet that is really sweet that is sweet joey does not give a shit like (laughs) his minimum level of care is always lower than mine so (laughs) if dishes sat in the sink for days i don't think he would notice at all yeah i think that this was a good conversation like i enjoyed the conversation i liked everything that came up as we drew each card. But I'm still struggling with, I don't know how to not manage things. And I think like this is just going to take practice. Like I think we have to go through it again and we have to figure out a way that's going to make sense because Andy's a fucking wonderful, competent person and he does think of things on his own and he does take care of the house. But I get like, like my brain, doesn't ever stop like ever mm-hmm. and so it's constant like I'll, I'll just wake up and be like we need to schedule an hvac thing but um and i don't know it's just like a con- there's a constant like what about our roof and what about that insurance guy that i never called back and what about a pest control because we did see a roach a few days ago and it's just this like unending cycle and i wish that i could like just like, I wish it could broadcast into Andy's brain <laughs> so that I didn't have to say these things and sound insane at all times. <laughs> um, and I also, like, start to hold resentment of, like, why don't you wake up at 3 a.m. and look up a good AC guy and then <laughs> and then make a note to yourself to schedule it tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Why don't you do that? Because, <laughs> because no one should do that. <laughs> but, like, I think that it's hard for me to, like... Right now, and maybe it's something about being a new homeowner where I'm, like, very overwhelmed with all of the shit that, like, could break at any moment. (laughs) Um, And maybe I'm on, like, hyperdrive or something. But I just, like, really struggled with this because I could not give over 
a thing except for mail. That <laughs> that I could give away. That was easy. Everything you just said, I relate so strongly <laughs> to. Like I do the same exact thing, right? Like I have like a million different things like are going off and then I'm like, well, what about this? And what about this? And oh yeah, what about this? And then I make a note and then I'm like, why don't you do this? And I like, start <laughs> yeah. resenting him for not like noticing that random thing that I noticed. Yes. But yeah, no, I totally agree. One thing we, so one thing I did try that I'm trying to address this is that um, while I'm not going to like remind him necessarily all the time to do things that are his responsibility, I did ask him that he give me regular updates on his own. So I was like, I need to at least know that something is happening. So you need to like come to me and tell me like, hey, this is like not like here's what I did today, but just like keep me in the loop of what you're doing. So I know things are regularly getting done and I will do the same for you. So just trying to like overall communicate more about like the things that we're doing throughout the week. So that's kind of like what I'm trying right now to help remedy my control issues. <laughs> yeah, I, I really think it's like it's just going to be a learning process. Yeah, because I also like think I established certain patterns of like. I will ask you to do things because I can't help myself. Yeah. And so like we've established patterns. So like obviously it takes practice to if you need to reroute some pathways of your thinking, you know. Um, but yeah. You're know. making me realize right now that my and Phil's relationship to household stuff is still that like I'm the landlord. So like as you guys are saying like, oh, pest control, HVAC and all that. I'm like, yeah, but that's my job because I own the house. So I do all of that because I own the house. And I'm like, wait, we're getting married. It's our house. <laughs> she should do some of this. <laughs> well, exactly. Like, Sorry, Phil. <laughs> it, yeah. Well, and I don't know how to transition into that. So I don't know if that's something that I'm actually going to even try. But like, I guess I feel like I have to take on all that stuff. And so I just do it. Because mm -hmm. it's my house. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be our house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure that Phil, but like any partner wants to feel like it's their house, you know, like I think, and maybe that's, I don't know, maybe that's not true for everyone. I think maybe in relationships, some people just, especially with certain tasks, like inherently just naturally take the driver's seat and some naturally take the passenger seat. And did I talk about this with y'all before? Of like, and that's awesome because you've got the passenger seat, they're navigating. It's awesome. DJ, um, radio. Right. But then if you just keep on driving and sometimes they're navigating and you're like, shut the fuck up. I got it. Um, eventually, they're just going to slide into the backseat. <laughs> and eventually, they're going to put their headphones in. Mm -hmm. And eventually, they're going to be on their phone. Yep. And they're going to look up and be like, wait, where are we? <laughs> and I feel like um, we all, I think, swap roles in that. I don't think one person's always in the driver's seat also, you know, or vice versa. But I do think like if you're just constantly in the same role and you don't give I'm really you can tell I'm talking about myself and you don't have any leeway then it's like an inevitability like if someone mm -hmm. keeps trying to navigate or whatever and you're either saying like mm -hmm, okay yeah whatever or you're just not listening they're just gonna sit in the back and noodle on their phone and then you're like what the fuck are you doing back there yeah that makes <laughs> a great metaphor it's a good metaphor it's a great metaphor it sounds like maybe like weekly check-in meetings I know we've talked about this not just for this, but like for money check-ins, because one person might be managing more of the household money, mm -hmm. but it's still good to have check-ins so you know what is going on. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, 
But also, if you just had that like built-in check-in, or maybe it's not every week if that's too much or whatever. Mm-hmm. But or if it's a really quick check-in and you're like, oh yeah, here are the things I've kind of been chipping away at this week. I actually really love that idea because it, it ensures accountability mm-hmm. and that each person is kind of seeing like how much labor the other person is taking on and if they're keeping up or not. Right. Or if they need to like readjust or if they need to talk about like certain roles and things yes. happening. Like that's actually a really great idea and maybe something I'll talk to Joey about implementing like an actual like stand up weekly. Right. Yeah, stand up meeting. <laughs> yeah. Um, it actually could be really helpful too, I think, for partners who may not be used to waking up at three in the morning to think about all of the things that should be on the radar, but to have to know that meeting is coming up. Let's say it's like Saturday afternoon, then maybe Saturday morning they go at, they get up and they're like, oh, what should I have done this week? And they batch it all together at once and it all gets done. Yeah. Like, it gives like, them a deadline. <laughs> right. Right. Maybe it's better because then they don't have to worry about it all week. They just kind of know that's what yes. they do on before this the check-in. I think that's Smart and might appeal to like certain personalities more. And I think that's pretty like, like 101 couples therapy from my limited couples therapy experience. Like the first thing they tell you is like, you got to fucking check in because there's so much that goes unsaid. Um, and I think like the longer you're in a relationship, it's, it gets harder to say the unsaid. And so to have these check-ins, and y'all do this. I remember you talking about this early in Vaginance. Yeah, it's sort of fallen to the wayside a bit just because it felt like a chore. Mm-hmm. But it definitely is on our minds a lot still where we're like, we should do a check-in mm-hmm. later. Because <laughs> <laughs> it just gives you it that chance. It was really helpful when we were doing yeah. it, though. Yeah, we need to get back into it. I did enjoy it, and I rec- do recommend it. It's just like... It did feel sometimes like a chore because it's not always a fun conversation. Mm-hmm. And then you put it off because you're like, oh, like, I don't want it. It doesn't yeah. sound fun. I would rather watch TV and like have fun with you. Than, yeah, totally. Yeah. Then give you feedback. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I noticed too, like me and Joey always say like, oh, yeah. Well, it's me, mostly me always saying like, oh, yeah, we need to like sit down and actually like go through that. Like we keep talking about like the money stuff, right? Like we actually need to sit down and figure out like what is our budget and like what do we want to do next year and like make all those plans and we just keep pushing it off. We don't actually ever schedule time to do it and like sit down and do it because when we are free and we're both at the house, it's like we just end up watching TV or watching a movie or whatever. So scheduling in something ahead of time, like this is when we are allocating time to do this mm-hmm. um, could be an interesting thing to try. Maybe I need to attach a reward system to it. <laughs> That's, That's a great idea. Habits. There you go. <laughs> Actually, Zach and I were discussing this last night. That's a really like, good idea. Maybe we need a whiteboard in the hallway. That's I was like, just thinking about. I I was saying like the color system in school, but Zach was thinking gold stars yes, for me. Yes, stickers. <laughs> oh, I was thinking like. I I went to punishment. He went to reward. So. <laughs> See, I was thinking I could coax him by being like one hour meeting and then we have sex. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like he'd be there on time every week. Uh uh (laughs) He'd be like, I didn't do any of my chores, but I'm here to talk about it. But I'm ready for the meeting. (laughs) How much effort I put in is directly tied to how many chores you did this week. (laughs) 
I I think uh, I also thought about the whiteboard thing really just for like visual cues would be really helpful because we did our cards and then like, you know, the first few days we're like, oh, yeah, okay, and you have this card and I have this card. But I think like for me, I need to see this stuff because I even now I could tell you like three cards I had. But of course, we each had like 25. Right. So you're like, I I took the garbage out, though. and I know that was mine. And that's you have an actual whiteboard. Is that we're what you're talking? We're talking oh, about I'm just speculating. Oh. This, is, this is our pillow talk last night. Nice. Hot. I was like, we're <laughs> recording tomorrow. Let's talk about how this is gone. And he's like, well, you were gone. <laughs> um, Zach actually was like, yeah, I just, as soon as we did it, I was like, I could make a better deck than this. And I agree with him. I just think there were like so many things that could be like more custom, less ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like more broad than a suburban family. The, what was the card that just said disruption or, or like daily disruption? Yeah, you're like what glitch the in the matrix. Fuck? <laughs> yeah, that that one didn't bother me as much. Oh, that one bothered me. But also, I think it's different in mine and Zach's household because, like, of course, he handles that because his schedule is mostly flexible all day. Mm-hmm. But for two people who are working nine to five, like, who the fuck deals with? A glitch in the matrix. Yeah. yeah. I almost wish you could like go online and like customize it. Like right. say like fill out questions of like, this is what our work life looks like. This is what our personal social mm. life looks like. And then it can like customize a, custom a deck, deck for you. And then you can like go in and like add or remove cards and then order it. And then it comes in. I love this idea. I do Taylor. like it. Yeah. I feel like the concept is is on point with this deck. It's just like isn't quite there. Yeah. For me without kids, and it sounds like for all of us without right. kids. Yeah. yeah. Also, can't help but notice that we all have very similar personalities <laughs> when it comes to approaching household tasks. Yeah. Um, I'm taking notes though, and I'm gonna take some of our what the things that Taylor said, maybe attaching a reward system to check-ins and possibly a whiteboard mm. and maybe implementing some of this stuff. So I feel like if nothing else, even if I felt like I didn't really enjoy doing this deck, it's led to a lot of uh, really positive discussion and totally um, yeah. potentially finding creative ways to fix things if they aren't the deck. Yeah. This also, bec- the whole taking a task and doing it from start to finish really made me appreciate how much Andy does Mm -hmm. because I like I'm really good at starting things (laughs) but like I had the laundry card and we had this like pathetic pile of laundry and Andy's the one who's always like we're gonna fold the laundry Becca Um, there was just this like sad (laughs) and like it was this huge hamper of clean laundry and I tipped it over at one point so that I had to fold it because it was everywhere and I just did it. <laughs> See, you know what my trick is? I, I put the clean laundry on the bed. Yeah, I, I dump it out have. on the bed so I have to fold it before I My trick bed. is I don't like wrinkly clothes. As soon as the clothes are dry, I fold them. That's Andy. Wow. That's, That's crazy. Andy. Wow. That's impressive. This is See, why my we trick can't is combine our laundry because I will fold it as soon as it's done. My trick is clothing that's wrinkle resistant or throw it back in the dryer for two minutes before I wear it and it'll take the wrinkles That's out. my MO as well. But like I exclusively I wear that. yoga clothes, so <laughs> it's not a problem. But yeah, Andy's like, he's like hates wrinkles. He's like, we can't just let it sit here. 
Um, but he was very patient. He never once. This is all like, I don't know how he did it. I don't know how a man who hates wrinkles just looked at this pile of clothes <laughs> for four days and wasn't like, hey, baby, <laughs> when, when are you going to do it? He didn't do it once. He's an angel. I don't know wow. how he doesn't do it. Wow. I'm I, yeah. I'm not Andy. Yeah. I would have been like, He's very patient. Becca, he is. Maybe we could do this together now. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps. Not even like he didn't. It, no, no chippy remarks. No passive aggressive, like, which is my thing. What I don't even try to do it, but sometimes it comes out and you're like, well, have you noticed this in the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, oh, I hate that. It's like, it's like kind of, I don't know if it's like daddy issues, but it is stuff that you can feel is coming from like something rooted in you. Yeah. And you're like, Rival. this is not a conscious decision <laughs> I'm making. This is like from deep in me. I've definitely said some passive aggressive things. And then as soon as I've said them, I've been like, oh, that was mean. Yes. I was like, shouldn't oh. have done that. Yeah. Sorry for policing the way you are in your own yeah. home. Especially because like, it'll be like, Phil will be like, I finally did this thing. And I'll be like, it only took you six months. <laughs> <laughs> like, Yep. But it's like, that's not what I should have said. I should have been like, thank you so much. I'm so glad that it's done. Positive reward system. Yeah. 100%. Because we love our partners. Yeah. We love them. It's hard. It's hard. Cohabitating's hard. Mm. And just to clarify, Phil also does a ton of stuff for the house. And she like plans all the groceries. She cooks all the meals. She is the social one of us, so plans a bunch of social things, and yeah. she does a whole bunch of shit, too. I'm not trying to, like, make her look bad right now. Yeah. I mean, I think, if anything, like, just the fact that you're able to – what the good that came from this, like, exercise, the fact that you can sit down and talk to your partner about, like, what are the things that you do, like, the tasks that you do, like, bringing visibility to all of the the labor that each of you brings to the table and puts in that we maybe don't always acknowledge is happening when it's happening and like being able to discuss it was like even if you're not doing exactly you know the rules that the deck lays out or like saying like we're going to completely do a task to you know completion um I still think it's really helpful in facilitating the conversation about labor in the household and splitting that up and just talking about it more so that was I I found that the to be the most helpful, even if you're not like sticking, you know, to the exact yeah. rules mm-hmm. and following it, you know, completely. Yeah, I have no idea how my life would function without Zach running so much. <laughs> <laughs> Some things are not always done to my like, you know. I prefer clean horizontal surfaces, um, but like. There's so much stuff in the background of my life that he just does and takes care of and I don't have to think about it. Mm. It's amazing. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think anyone who listens to this podcast would immediately understand how much shit our partners must do for us (laughs) based (laughs) off of the way we talk. (laughs) Yeah. I was really excited about Joey taking the money manager role because I feel like I'm not good at that and I do it. You know what I mean? I was like, I I take on this role because I just feel like I have to, but I don't like it and I'm not good at it and all I do is spend money. So I was like, if you want to take that role on and just tell me to not spend money, <laughs> that would be awesome. Because he's, and when you think about it, like he's so much better at that stuff. Like he's really good at like, 
being like, hey, like checking his bank account and making sure that like where things are going and he's like really meticulous and like really good with numbers and shit. So I was like, if you could just like make sure we're not spending crazy shit and like take on that role, not like telling me what to buy, but just being like, hey, we're spending a lot of money here, here and here and like take what, on that responsibility. Where's Amazon? Um. Yeah, so that's kind of the thing that I'm most interested in seeing happen is him taking that that responsibility on. Phil and I still like keep pretty separate finances, so mm. a lot of the cards I was like, "You do you, and I'll do me." It's easy when you don't co-own shit like cars and houses. That's then it stupid. becomes complicated. I mean, it's all complicated, just different flavors of complicated. Yes, I like, yes, I agree. And I did like, initially I was like, oh, we'll just always keep like our finances separate. And that was the plan. And then it's just like, we kept having more shit that was like, and I became the money manager again. Cause it was like, hey, you owe me. I, we had a literally a running tab in like our, my Apple notes that was like, you owe me this amount. And it would be like all the monthly expenses. Here's the car payment. Here's the insurance payment. Here's the like whatever. And it was just too much. I was like, I don't want to be doing this. It sucks. And it feels awful being like, hey, here's your tab of what you owe me. Like I would rather us like that was one thing that actually was really helpful that came from this is like splitting up whose responsibility is what. And then like figuring out like, hey, we really need like a joint account and we need to like sit down and hit like figure out how we're going to handle that and like what our monthly expenses are going to be put the right amount in every month right. and then like make sure that it's coming from that from there so that way you can just like preload the money yeah and i don't the have expenses to... come out exactly i don't have to like keep tabs on like what you owe it's just like no we know approximately every month what our shared expenses are and we know what we need to do to cover it mm-hmm so, but it's his responsibility to plan when we're going to sit down and talk about it. So, or it's, or it's your weekly stand up. Maybe that's what you're in charge of. Well, yeah. Is weekly stand up. Yeah. And he knows that his True. responsibility is to show up to that and yep. provide a readout. Yep. I want a deck <laughs> with images and charts and links to other things. I, mean, I, love- I, I the want- UX designer wants that from the bartender. <laughs> I mean, I want that. <laughs> I don't even know what I would do if there was a deck at a meeting with me and Andy. I would immediately glaze over. Like, can't handle presentations. What if Taylor shows up with a wedding deck? <laughs> I mean, essentially she has. She I had gifts and stuff. I make it fun. <laughs> she sent us a dope spreadsheet for our wedding, which is awesome. We both opened it and we're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> So Andy was like, did you notice that under Becca tasks, it just says everything? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> and, and this was him. He was like, let's move some of that over to Andy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did not make an Andy column. He wasn't factored into a wedding. <laughs> Show up. <laughs> yeah, that's a, I'm glad y'all were able to utilize it. Oh, it's an awesome. <laughs> fit whatever you need it for. Yeah, it's been great. It was really helpful to see it all broken down. Well, how have y'all been dealing with like splitting up wedding responsibilities? Up until this week, wedding planning has been Becca's responsibility. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, partially because it seems that a lot of heterosexual men naturally take the back seat and that's just societally expected of them. Partially because 
I was not interested <laughs> in handing over anything at that point. <laughs> I was like, I need to figure this out. And then we can talk about how you fit in. <laughs> um, like I these, can relate to that. Yeah, yeah. these weren't like yes, conscious same. thoughts. Yeah, this same. was not a conscious decision. It was just like what happened. Um, and then this week I was like, you have to fucking do a lot, actually. <laughs> because I'm losing it. I figured it out. <laughs> yeah, it's figured out. I've got the basics. It's all a assi- like basically I like write it everything on the tracks, but I like do not have the energy to like push it all forward alone um, with Taylor, obviously. But like I need Andy to do shit. So yeah, this week uh, is when we actually began um, talking about it. No. <laughs> Split, splitting up tasks this week. Um, so yeah, I think. For me, re-listeners wanting maybe to try this, I would recommend trying it. But I would also recommend, like, being willing to be flexible with the way it's set up. The way, like, I feel like Taylor has expressed it in a way that seems the most productive of all of us. Um, Because if you just try and go by the book... In our case, you just kind of get frustrated and kind of basically immediately fall into old patterns because what we set up for ourselves was essentially impossible. Like, you know, meals every night of the week and dishes no matter what's happening. Like, it really just for us was not possible. And also, like Maggie was saying, like, we had a system that was, like, really functional. And now it, like, it put a lot of, like, tension in the system. Um, so I think it's great, great for conversation and maybe rework it. I think we might rework it and see if we can make it work, but I don't think it's for everybody. But it's interesting to, though, that y'all both had similar experiences, but it was also because you have systems that were working, mm. or at least you felt like we're for the most part are working, like obviously could be mm-hmm. tweaked. But I think me, for me going like, going into it like we I don't I didn't feel like we had a system that was functioning completely yeah you know like I really wanted to like be like how can we actually make this so I was just going I think I was going into the mindset of like how can we actually make this work for us because something needs to change right you know so I was like a little bit more I think a little more desperate (laughs) to like be like fix it fix everything primed for change yes yeah so I like use it as an excuse to be like Let's talk about all the things that I do. <laughs> I really thought it would end in like a massive fight, but it didn't. Yeah. So that was good. And for what it's worth, if you're considering doing this deck, it's really like I also expected that we would sit down and be like, this is what I do. Notice how much it is. And this is what you do. Um, but it's like not set up like that at all. It's not like, okay, put everything you already do in a pile and then talk about why you're so much better than your partner. Like it's really set up of like, it's like not, it's not assuming you're currently doing anything. It's just saying these are tasks. How would you like to split them up? Um, so it what what me and Andy were both like semi dreading of like, fuck, are we just going to feel like really bad about ourselves? Um, it really just ended up being a constructive conversation. Um, so even if you're going in maybe with a little tension or with like hesitation, like I do think it yields a productive conversation. It doesn't lend itself to 
com- like it, direct it confrontation. Doesn't instigate it. Yeah. Doesn't instigate. That's the way. It is. I think that's a great point. I didn't really think about it because when I sat down with the cards, I did immediately start just going like, "Here's mine, 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 <laughs> yours, mine, yours." Mine, mine, mine. And Zach was like, "No, no, no, we're supposed to just split them." And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> like the way we're proactive. Yeah, we're gonna talk about. Who should have the card? <laughs> well, another thing I liked is it talks about how, like, the number of cards doesn't necessarily equate, like, right. more work, right? right? You might have more cards, but someone might be holding more difficult tasks. Yeah. Right. Or more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They take up more space. Um, and I did enjoy that it made it clear that it's not a contest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> there are uh, certain things where I'm like, it'll be interesting to see if he remembers to do that. Like this, obvious, like you said, there's some things like you have to like remind someone of if they forget. But like one of the things that he cards that he took was travel, and so for at least this year, that's one we agreed we'll we'll trade off on. But for like the next like couple trips, like we're we're going to California to see my brother's baby, um, and uh, whatever other trips coming up, he's in charge of planning it and make or making sure that we have we like allocate time to sit down and like look for places to stay and whatever and so last week he was like hey i know this is my card but um while i'm at work do you think you would have time to like sit down and look at places to stay while we're in california and i was like no like sorry no the whole point is that you're giving me time back so that i could focus on other things and you can do that or we can do it together, but I'm not going to do your task alone. And so he's like, OK, it's fine. It's fine. And then ever since then, he has not been like, hey, let's look at places. Let's sit down and do this. So I'm just like, I'm just going to let I'm just going to see what happens, see how long it goes until he remembers to do that. And if we don't have a place to stay when we fly into San Francisco, <laughs> well, then that still that is. hotel is going to be going on his card. So <laughs> it's like he at some point he's going to remember and be like, oh, fuck, I need to like we need to do this. And I'll be like, yeah, we're like do. driving to the airport. I've been waiting <laughs> every day. I've been thinking about it. But that's one of those things where I'm like, I will just let it ride and see what happens. And I'm not going to say anything. If the consequences are manageable, I think exactly. maybe that's the best way to start like seeing what will happen yeah. and yep. having yep. each like so that Becca doesn't have to wake up at three in the morning thinking about things because she reaches a point that like, you know, the other person has started to think about some of those things, too. And it takes practice, right? Like it that's something practice. you have to learn from making mistakes. And and I think a lot of the time as maybe women not saying I'm not trying to but whatever. A lot of times we don't let our partners make those mistakes because we're there to be like, no, 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 I got you. You know, like, don't worry, which is good. But it also can be like um, not always it can also be to their detriment sometimes where you're you're not creating a situation where they're also competent and can like also help you out and make sure that you don't fall and that you don't make mistakes. So it's like, where's that like, you know, line? Yeah. And so that's a conversation that we've had many times before where I'm like, you know, when we first bought the house, I was like, you know, you're not thinking about all the things that need to get done with the house. And like I am. And um, that is and he was like, well, I've never owned a house. And I'm like, well, I didn't own a house when I bought my first like I didn't either. I had to learn those things. I asked Zach and Julie or like like I asked my friends who owned houses, like, what did you do? What should I be doing? Like I asked those questions. You're not even asking those questions and making like a list of potential things you need to do or be proactive about. 
And so it's like, it is like, yes, you don't know to do them, but like you need to take responsibility and recognizing that you need to learn about if you buy a house, you need to learn about how to take care of a house. Don't assume that I'm going to do it for you. It's in, it's it's basically like willing incompetence. And like sometimes you just need to let like it's like where's that line of letting your partner like learn and like so to benefit them. Right. So they can grow and become like more competent and like individual. And like when do you like catch them and like be that like support for them. I think you know the, what I mean, I think the point about women is actually super interesting now that I'm thinking about it with consequences, because society judges women so harshly. So not even like the financial consequences of not doing something or or those types of consequences, but these like intangible ones mm-hmm. where like if a man forget do, doesn't book accommodation for a trip they're just like oh yeah he was he was busy must have slipped his mind if a woman didn't do it it's like what a piece of shit you know like how could she have forgotten about that what are they gonna do like what else was she doing her family well the other part of that specific example that i was thinking about is like you who the fuck thinks a woman is gonna go on a vacation and feel safe Without okay, having yeah. a fucking place book. Right. So I, I was in yeah. my head also thinking like if a man has to spend a night in a shitty hostel, whatever. In a hostel mm-hmm. is sleeping in a in a bus station, whatever. Like they're not going to have a good night's sleep. The woman is not going to sleep mm-hmm. because the physical risks mm-hmm. are so high. So it's like the, the consequences are just so different for women. And maybe that's also part of this like socialization where we feel responsible and we are constantly thinking a mile a minute about all of the things and trying to stay ahead of it because the consequences to us are more. Mm-hmm. We out here trying to survive. <laughs> Men just living, not thinking about anything. <laughs> yeah. like So peaceful. It, it, and that totally makes sense, right? Like we, it is a like, sur- like at its core, it's like a survival mechanism of like, we have to know everything going on all the time and be on top of it because we don't like the, the consequences can be a lot more severe for us in like unintended ways or like ways that people don't even like think about that are more like subconscious or subtle or nuanced. Where like men have a pretty wide safety net, probably more than most than right. other people. Mm-hmm. And I think like we don't have kids, but thinking about the kid cards and the judgment of women versus men when it comes to parenting, it's like men do anything. They're like, oh, you know, it's amazing. I can't believe what a good daddy is. Right. You know, Um, and the woman is just expected to do everything. So if she doesn't do something, then it's like the harshest judgment rains down on her. Mm -hmm. Whereas for him, it's like, oh, well, where was his wife? Yeah. So the question is. If you're a really good driver in the driver's seat and you're really good at navigating too to where your partner in the passenger seat is like, I mean, I could help you, but I feel like you've got this. Do you start intentionally getting lost? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take the scenic route. <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, turn off Google Maps and see how long it takes them to notice. Yeah. Report back. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so yeah, I, I I feel you. I feel like I have a lot of similar concerns and like behaviors. Um I'm trying a few different approaches. Breaking down crying and telling him that I'm afraid that he's turning into my father is one of them. 
Uh, which check done? I mean, so far, effective. <laughs> um, but I think the weekly check-ins will be a good compromise because then it's like it still feeds that like need of mine to be like, hey, what do you, what's going on? What's going on? Like, have you done anything? Are you doing what you're supposed to be doing without having to like in the mo- like be stressed about in the moment remembering to be like, oh, did you remember to do this and make make it like a constant thing where I just like fall right back into managing him. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good opportunity for both of you to ask questions and get more information for the things that are on your plate too, mm-hmm. where if it is booking accommodation for travel and you're like, okay, I've been looking at these things. Does it matter to you if we stay in this neighborhood or this neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know, or hey, like Zach this week said, you know, we're holding more cash in our bank account than normal because the interest rates have changed so much. Maybe we need to rethink our thoughts on high yield savings accounts. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yeah, cool. Let me know what you think. So he like did the research. And then we had another conversation where he was like, I think we should do this one and this one for these reasons. What do you think? And I was like, great, cool, go. Yeah. Amazing. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I did see him looking at uh, accommodations for the wedding that we're going to New Orleans. And he did, to his credit, I did not remind him. And he did all of that. He looked at Airbnb. He booked something. He like coordinated it. And he was like, and then he was like, hey, I'm going to do this. Is that cool? And I was like, yep. So that was successful. I think part of it, too, is like knowing that you're not going to be their safety net maybe could also help a little bit, if that makes sense. Like being like, hey, you are in charge of remembering to do this. I'm not in charge of reminding you. And that kind of like maybe helps with the like, okay, no, like she's not going to remind me, you know? Yeah, I I think so. I think like a lot of my thoughts around this, it's been interesting because I feel like obviously I see me and my relationship in this dynamic, but I feel like I can't help but extrapolate it. And like it feels so like broad and conceptual to where I'm like frustrated just on like the perspective of a a lady in a heterosexual relationship. (laughs) Like I just mean like, yeah, we I see some of these patterns with my partner, but my partner's like really great and like really very considerate. But like on behalf of all people who suffer from imbalanced relationships when it comes to emotional labor, I don't know. I like get really worked up, even if I don't directly relate to my own frustration, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And I keep saying heterosexual relationship only because that this is such a like consistent dynamic, but. Um, I'm sure it's present in all forms of relationships. Nothing boils my blood like reading the comments of women describing their household situations mm-hmm. on posts about this kind of stuff. Yep. Where I'm like, oh my God, how, 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 how do you survive? Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like that's like what the deck was made for. Mm-hmm. Just to be like, notice this. Yeah. Well, yeah. Can think about this. Yeah. Attention to it a little bit. So Taylor did the best out of all of us. We've Definitely. learned Disagree. many, many, many things tonight. I learned that I need to maybe try it again with a little bit of a different mindset. Yes, me too. I think of anything we've learned that I have the most imbalanced relationship out of all of us. I don't even know if that's true. I think I think you just approached this in a more productive way because you were like, we're going to make this fit our relationship. <laughs> Like, no matter what. 
um, versus like maybe what we did. We're like, okay, we're going to follow these rules. And we like read through the rules and we're like, do these make sense to you? <laughs> like, I don't know if y'all had that experience, but I was like, I feel like I'm yes. like, we're missing a page. Um, and so we like did our best to work within the confines of the deck, but it just didn't end up being super productive for us. Um, and I think if we had gone in with that mindset of like, we're, this, this is a tool to help us feel more confident in the roles that we play in this relationship. Like let's use it um, and make it work. And yeah, I don't know. I think you did it right. I think you nailed it. Thanks. Well, we're it's still a work in progress. We're still figuring out, you know. Forever. Still got to work. Exactly. Still got to work on your, your daddy issues, your control issues. <laughs> and Joey does do a lot. But I think it did. I think he did say at the end, he was like, it's very eye opening. Like, I think he hopefully feels this way. I mean, yeah, I don't want to speak for him, whatever. But Hopefully he understands like where I'm coming from. And I feel like I understand where he's coming from a little bit better. And um, he does do a lot to help me. And he's always like very open to listening and like adapting and changing based off like my needs and his needs. So um, it was it's always really good just to sit down and talk and have the conversation, the hard conversations about, you know, all of that fun shit about it being in a relationship. So um yeah, I, it makes me appreciate him more just for like going through it, I think. all of, The fact that all of our partners were willing to sit down and do this with us so and not be like complete yeah. assholes about it yeah. and be like, ugh, I don't want to do this. Fuck this. This sucks. Like that's pretty awesome right there. Mm-hmm. So everyone, thanks, y'all. Everyone tried their very best, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I think is so. great. Yes, I like that ending the best. Everyone tried their best, including our partners. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And I do think for us, like there are a couple, this isn't very summarizing, but there are a couple things that we both, like, you know, with, it sounds like y'all already had the garbage thing situation. Ours, <laughs> ours. <laughs> you got, you got your garbage figured out. Well, you know, where you play the game, we're like, yeah, I could put another can in there. Um, <laughs> oh, definitely do yeah. that. Yeah, so we played that game. So it is nice now that I have the garbage card where I have this like weird sense of ownership where I'm like, I'm going to take out that recycling yes. before it gets yes. stupid <laughs> that I haven't had before. Oh, and, that's so interesting. And the same with the mail where we neither of us like opening mail. We fucking hate it. So it would take us ages to make it out to the mailbox. And then we just stack it in various surfaces around our home. And then eventually we get sick of looking at it. We put it in a drawer. We never open it. So... <laughs> Maggie just had a heart attack. (laughs) I just can't relate to some of these things that you're saying, Becca. So now Andy has to open the mail, and it's amazing because he's like, "Oh, I guess I'll, I guess I'll open the mail." (laughs) He does, and it's easy. You check your mail every day. You open it right away. You throw the recycling in the recycling. You take the important stuff, and you take care of the important stuff immediately. No. Oh, okay. I'm Uh, with you for all of that, except for you take the important stuff, you stick it in a pile that hopefully gets dealt with and ends up in my hall closet in the pile with the rest of the important stuff. Well, the reward for taking care of the important stuff is throwing the mail away. Mm. I know I want that so badly, Maggie, but it's not bad enough. Yeah, the, the suffering of having to go through the mail does not equal the reward at the end when, when you can just hide it. When, um, when the mail contains things like the IRS saying, um, oh, hey, you paid us too much, which I don't think is true. 
Um, so we paid you interest. So you need to give this piece of paper to your accountant so we can tax you on the interest we're giving you for money we think you overpaid. That's probably not true. Weird. That's my mail lately. <laughs> that's a hard one. So you that's can't open mail. that. Like what, what you can't what, open that. What do I even do with this? I do want to say I think that's a really great point that I also felt about this deck was like I also felt weird ownership over my tasks because and I it was less resentful when I was doing my tasks because I knew that he was also doing his tasks. So it's like I feel less resentful about always doing the dishes because they're mostly my dishes anyways. <laughs> but also like I know that he's like he is taking care of his like the garbage. So and we both don't care if it like you know, the garbage lid is fully open. <laughs> so that I agree that it did make me feel like a little bit like a sense of fulfillment. A, yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, like, and you ah, don't achieved. have to say like, yep. like today I caught myself where I walked in and I was like, Andy worked from home and the laundry's still in the dryer. Why didn't he take the laundry out of the dryer? And then I was like, fuck, that's my car. <laughs> so like, like th- things were, and that's yeah. like, you know, that moment is like a knee jerk reaction. It's not like actual frustration, but it's like nice to be able to even like sue, balm, put a balm on these tensions that like don't have to exist because you're like, oh yeah, because I, I'm supposed to, t- I'm supposed to, yes, I was supposed to do exactly. that yesterday actually. Because <laughs> otherwise, right, our brains would be like, he didn't notice this, he didn't notice that, he didn't notice that, he didn't de- de- do this thing. I would have done all these things the first 10 minutes I got home. But now you get to be like, oh, that's my card. That's yeah. like, he's, he's responsible for that. I'm responsible for this. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I agree. Uh, thanks for listening, our vaginers, our listeners, to this episode about the fair play deck where we discuss separating roles within a household. We hope that this might have been helpful for you. And if you do try, please message us. If you try out the fair play deck, or even if this yields positive conversation with you and your partner or <laughs> unpositive conversation, um, yeah, message us. We're at on Instagram at Vaginians Podcast. We are at vaginance.com where you can send us a message or send us a voicemail where you can leave a little voice message and we can hear all the passion in your voice as you tell us about this. We would absolutely love that. So please reach out if you give it a shot. If not, we get that too. We get it if you don't try this. But I do think it yields good conversation. We had we had some good experiences. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Thanks, y'all. Becca, I would like to say thank you for holding the intro outro cards in our mm-hmm. podcasting deck. I'm happy to do it. I like it. It's a, a freedom like it. of expression that I think I appreciate. <laughs>